Welcome to Consciously Uncurated. I'm Leslie. And I'm Michelle. And we are excited to invite you into our beautiful, messy lives. This will be a space to talk about the real stuff and hopefully leave you with some practical takeaways. Think of it as rent a best friend for when you need us. We will talk, share, and laugh together. We hope this podcast can be a place to give women permission to be human, to feel, and to lean in. To catch our latest episodes, follow and subscribe. Thanks for joining us. Hi, Les. Hi, Michelle. Good morning. How are you today? I'm doing good. We thought we would have a little bit of fun today. Mm -hmm. We were talking about the idea of play. Mm -hmm. But as grown-ups, how it's very easy to forget this element of play. And as many people know, there's so much research coming out now about the importance of play and how it contributes to team and well-being and we Mental know health. this, right. And we know this with our kids, right? The idea of play, the ability to continue that on as adults. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if anybody's been a part of a team at work or in your school or your association or whatever you're a part of, mm-hmm. where you get to have fun with your colleagues and your team and how that builds culture, contributes to efficacy. There's all kinds of research. Absolutely. That this. And even just in everyday life. Like even if we're just taking it down to the basics in our own everyday lives, we're so concerned and worried about paying the bills, making sure our kids are okay, our spouse, our partner. And we forget that introducing play into our lives and just having fun and bringing joy in our world, in our own personal world is so important. Mm -hmm. And allowing ourselves to be silly. Right. And I think if you just go back to just talking about even in the workplace, it's looked upon as you're not being efficient. Or you're not being professional. You're right. Or even that you're wasting time. Of course, you're not going to be playing all day. But I think injecting joy and playfulness into your daily life, I think is important. I know for me, as a 52-year-old woman, I don't do this enough with my girlfriends. Mm-hmm. I know I do. I dance in my kitchen. I turn the music on, I that kind of thing. And I turn the music really loud in my car when I'm driving. I do all of those things. But I'm missing that, I think. And I think maybe a lot of women are in their relationships with each other. And I think there's opportunities to do this when we go on our girls trips, totally. where you're maybe a little bit more fluid and relaxed. <laughs> yeah. So you can be silly a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But why do we restrict ourselves to these weekends or these moments or these overnights when we're with our girlfriends? Why can't we just let ourselves go and be a little bit silly more often? And I would say with our families and with our kids, I know that Mike and I will do this where roll down the windows Mm -hmm. and just turn up the music and we'll just start belting out lyrics. Totally. Right. And how cathartic that feels. So good. Do it. Right. And I'm sure we've gotten looks driving down the street. And, but who but cares? there's lots of times. And then, yes. You'll have somebody wave or start singing along with you. Start laughing. So it's infectious. I think we need to do this more often. Yes. And so we're going to play today. We're going to have some fun. We have a few fun questions we're going to, to ask to- one another. And then also, it's going to be a great opportunity for you to get to know us. Right. As we ask, ask each other <laughs> these questions and to have some time to play and maybe even just give you an opportunity to have some questions that you can take to your next group, book club, tribe meeting, tribe meeting, girls weekend. Yeah. And just play. Michelle and I love to travel. <laughs> but of course, there's different ways that you can travel. Right. We're going to play. Would you rather? Okay, here we go. Would you rather do a ski mountain holiday or beach holiday? I'm going to definitely say beach on that one. I am not a winter person whatsoever. The last time I went down a hill, ski hill, 
that is, was probably when I was in first year university. In the middle of the night, we decided to grab our snowboards and take a little tour down. And um, that was it. That was the last time. So I can dress the part of going to the ski hill in my parka, but I'm not going down. Gotcha. Yeah. I will do beach any day. And my family is actually a ski family. Major ski. Yeah. My kids will do this every waking hour if they could. However, I think that my older kids now don't like to be cold either, but they will still go out. It's the only reason I ski actually is to get me through the winter. It's the fun thing that I do to just survive winter and get to summer and beach season. Totally. And I'm so impressed by the fact that you still do it. Like you are out there skiing down that hill. Even if it's a couple runs, you are doing it. So it's something my kids love to do and we can go away for the weekend and that time in our car where we're chatting for three hours driving Mm -hmm. to the hill and on the chairlift with my kids and that's when they download and open up. So this is why I ski. But if my husband were to hear this, I... (laughs) hate it. Yeah. I hate being cold. Same. I know that's a strong word. No, no, no. I, and my fingers actually, I have Raynaud's, Raynaud's when your fingers turn blue. Oh, so yeah. I have a perfect excuse not to do it anymore. I have no excuses. All right. Next. Would you rather an aisle or a Ooh, window? And this is an interesting one because now they are starting to introduce different payments or so, I just heard something that or you board sooner if you get the aisle or the window. I would definitely take a window. Why? You are terrified of flying. I am terrified of flying, but let me just tell you this. I have certain things that I must do before I get on an airplane. Touch the outside of the plane. I have to touch the, yes, outside (laughs) of the plane. With And everyone that travels with me must do it as well. And then I need to sit. Technically, I mean, I can do this, but 99% of the time, I need to sit on the window where I can control the blind. If I need to look out at any time so I don't feel claustrophobic, then I can do that. That's why. Okay. You? I will say aisle. I do not like being stuck. If I'm traveling with my family, I can be by the window. But if I'm with my kids, they want the window. If I'm with people I don't know, I would way rather the aisle so I can get up and walk around just, and I don't have to ask somebody, okay. excuse me, can I excuse me, part, excuse me, pardon me. True. But I also don't pee when I'm on an airplane. <laughs> I can't do that. That's the other thing. Just the same as I will not go into a public washroom. I know I'm crazy, but the same on the airplane. So I try to avoid drinking liquids as much as possible. <laughs> so This all sounds very complicated. I know. Anyways. Okay. Okay. Would you rather go to the airport early or just be on time? I need to be there very early. I am so stressed. I think you are too. In just the idea of I need to get to the airport. I need to get in the airport. I need to get everything checked and I need to get through the gate so I can sit there for five hours, but at least I'm at peace. And I feel like my holiday has begun the minute I get through security. Totally. So you're like, I'm on vacation. I am on vacation. I am buying my bag of cheesies. I'm getting my coffee or my mimosa. Yeah. And I am on holiday. So I just want to get there. Yes. I have anxiety. Yeah. Just that process of, oh my gosh, what if we have a flat tire? What if I, whatever the situation, what if the lineup is five hours long? Like all of those things, I'm not missing my flight. I'm not missing my vacation. That's totally fair. Yeah. Okay. So would you rather safari or road trip? Oh gosh. Okay. I feel like everyone in the world says, I would love to do a safari. Okay. You, you give me that one. You have experience. Well, I have done a safari Mm -hmm. and it's fantastic, but it is not for the faint of heart. We had hyenas and zebras and giraffes and 
How rhinoceros. Amazing. And lions. However. In a open top right. jeep. Saying hi. Like, hi. Living in Canada, this is a phenomenon. Mm-hmm. I have been to Banff where I am watching tourists walk up to a full-grown bull moose. Yeah. Are you crazy? No, I know. No. So. Hey, friend. There are people who I know who live in Australia. Yeah. And they refuse to come to Canada. Yeah. Because of cougars, bears, moose, wild animals. And we forget that in Canada, we have these wild animals. It's not just a lion, lioness, hyena, these I mean, you were on the golf course with a bear. Oh, yeah. So golfing. I go to my backswing and I catch some movement in my periphery. And I look back and there is Mm -hmm. not 10 feet from me a black bear golfing in Kananaskit. So this is your slowly back up, exit stage left, get in the cart and go. Right. If those kinds of things are not your jam, then safari is maybe not your thing. Not your thing. Okay. So you would be taking road trip then? I loved it though. Okay. So Because I ski, I've seen black bears skiing, I golf in different parts of the world where same thing, you'll see things on the golf course. I'd walk in Banff, looking (laughs) at the moose. I feel like I'm savvy enough to know when Mm. to just, it's time to back out. Okay. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to say neither. Yeah, and then the whole idea of being locked in a car. I don't love okay, road so trips. The last I would time rather we... get on a plane and be there in an hour yeah, than take 10 hours and drive somewhere. So we... It was fun when I was 19. Yeah, and you're like stopping at McDonald's mm-hmm. and uh, stopping everywhere and don't care. Right. I have changed over the years after having children. I don't know if any of you have done this. And Leslie can attest to this because we went on a road trip to Victoria, which is how long of a drive? 12, yeah. 15 hours. We did have a pit stop for a couple of days. I am terrified of driving in a car because I envision everything bad instead of just enjoying the scenery. So that has changed. That has happened ever since I had kids. And so my foot was on the floor pushing like to put the brakes on when Leslie was driving. I'm trying not to be offended by my driving. I'm not It was nothing to do with you. And it wasn't even really busy. No, and you were a fabulous driver. You were great. I felt safe in terms of you driving, but my brain just fully goes to all the... Because Ella was with us, but... My daughter was with us. Yes, Ella was with us. Your kids were with us, two of your kids. Two of them. And so to think that one of your kids wasn't. Right. And also, let me say this really quick, side note, being a single mother, I think, okay, that now that I'm really thinking about it, being a single mom later in life, I'm it for my girl, for sure. I can't imagine if anything were to happen. And I mean, anything can happen of me crossing the street and getting hit by a bus, knock on wood, that doesn't happen. And Jeff and I had this epiphany when our kids were quite little, because we would often stay home. If one of us was going on holidays, we did, he would do his guy's trips. I would do my girl's trip. And one person was was at home with the kids. And I never even thought about it. And Mm -hmm. then the very first time after we'd had our three kids, Jeff and I took a trip where we were flying somewhere together. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden I had this moment of, if this plane goes down, our kids have lost both of us. Yeah. And I freaked out. Mm -hmm. And not a second after we had landed on our return, did we get our will in order. Yeah. I did that as soon as I became a single parent almost eight years ago, Mm -hmm. immediately. Just in that fact of, oh my gosh, you know, and my kids now are adults, but still, yeah, the will had to, I needed to know where my kids are going to be. And I needed to to know too, that my kids weren't, it wasn't going to be a schmaz, a mess. Yeah. Yeah. 
estate planning yeah, and all, organizing yeah. and anyways, pe- moving past, we're here for yeah, play. We're here for, for fun. fun. <laughs> we're here for fun. All right. Would you rather a suitcase or a backpack? Oh, okay. Well, I traveled this summer by myself for the first time in a very long time. And I didn't want to take a suitcase because you have to pay extra fees. So I tried to get as much. I know it's not fair. I tried to get as much as I could in a backpack and it didn't go well. (laughs) I need a suitcase just for my shoes. Yeah. And I was by myself. Same. So I did squish it as much as I could into a carry on, but coming home, I had to buy a backpack. As much as I tell myself I'm not going to buy stuff when I'm on holiday, I do. Yeah. So the idea of a suitcase or backpack, no, I I can't. I've tried. You've tried. I know we've tried. It's not possible. I don't know how to pack lightly. I feel like as a female, Mm -hmm. you have probably seen these Instagram reels of the Mm -hmm. husband packing and then the wife packing. Yeah. Legit is a thing. My husband will throw a couple pairs of underwear into the suitcase, a pair of shoes, some golf shirts, mm-hmm. a short, a long pant, and we are good to go. Yeah. And the problem is, is for men, they can wear those clothes in most situations. Right. He can wear that outfit golfing. Yeah. He could wear that outfit out to dinner. He yeah. could wear that outfit out to a concert. Totally. A female is not going to wear the same outfit golfing, no. then out to dinner, no. and then out to a concert. No. The shoes. That's three pairs of shoes that's, just right there. Yes. Yeah. I a know. different underwear and oh, a different bra. Totally. A different panty. Yeah. I can't even... My husband doesn't get it. No. And I watched you guys, They when you went away to France this summer, I watched actually both of them packing. And it was hilarious because it was exactly that. Jeff was done in two seconds. And we were in your room for how many hours trying to figure it out? Realistically, it was a couple of days you came over. Just yeah. make- it's a process. Oh, I know. Because I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to be doing when we're right. there. We were at the whim of our friends who were hosting us over there. We yeah. had no idea what we were going to do. And I need to have the right outfit. Yeah. And it makes you feel good. I feel good. Because every time that I have not put, oh, I'm, I took this certain sweater or skirt or whatever out because I'm like, Michelle, you're nuts. When I'm there, I'm like, damn. Yeah. I wish I had that sweater. Mm-hmm. And then I go buy one. <laughs> <laughs> Hence the extra backpack coming home. I know. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to ask you. Okay. We're going to move on to some lifestyle. Would you rathers? Because it's actually cold out and snowy. Would you rather Christmas or summer? This is so hard for me. I, I love being hot. I love summertime. I used to love fall. Mm-hmm. Cozy sweaters yeah. and boot season. And now not at all. Yeah. In this part of my life, I love being hot, bathing suits, sundresses any day of the week. However, Christmas is so magical in my home. I have an entire garage full of Rubbermaid tubs Mm -hmm. that have Christmas in them. Mm -hmm. And my entire decor of my home transforms Mm -hmm. from the end of November until the 1st of January. It does. It really does. I transformed this house into a winter wonderland. Right. My mother did this for us Mm -hmm. and I loved it. And I always wanted to do this for my kids. And Christmas is an entire season. Right. At the Wenzel household. It, it, It really is. And it's impressive. It's beautiful. And it's very, I will say it's very cozy here. I love it. Which then makes me (laughs) go home and go, damn. Okay. So when I met you, (laughs) you walked into my house and we're like, what is this crazy? You didn't used to decorate until Christmas Eve. I wouldn't put my Christmas tree up until Christmas Eve. 
And then I would take my Christmas tree down on Boxing Day. Why wouldn't you embrace? Well, okay. Again, it gets me through winter. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lovely feeling. It is. Okay. I, as a child, as a kid growing up, Christmas was beautiful. We used to, all of my family would go to my grandmother's house. It was, I'm Italian. It was massive. There was like 30 plus of us. And so it wasn't the idea of decorating. It was the idea of people, my people. And so after my grandmother passed away, uh, everyone kind of went their different ways slowly. There was no more of that feeling. And then as a married and kids, I tried to create as much of that atmosphere as I could, but not to be in the negative side of it. It wasn't received the same way in my home with my ex in certain ways. That kind of shifted me out of that celebration of Christmas, right? This makes a difference because I feel like Jeff embraces this too. Totally. It's sure, he teases me about it, but I think in a very grateful way. Yes. He makes light of it, yeah. but I know that he loves it and I know my kids love right. it. Yes. And so I think for you, your ex, it was like, ugh. that blase yeah. then reflected on yeah. the effort you were going to put into right, that. Right. Because then I felt like an idiot, right? I felt like, oh, okay, this is so dumb. So my, my, my idea of it changed. Then after being single, and it's just me and my kids, that idea, again, a play of introducing that feeling of festive lights and trees and the smells, the candles, the whole spiel started to slowly come back. I don't know if you remember the first time that I actually put lights in the front of my house. Yeah, I was shocked. I was driving by your house <laughs> and I'm pulling on our street. <laughs> the kids <laughs> slam on the brake, could not I know. believe yeah. There were outdoor lights. Yeah. And shining. they were just draped over this little wall or whatever, but they were they were there. It was a road stopper. I know it was a road stopper. So it feels good. And now as my kids are adults, they are excited to decorate. They're excited to put the lights up. They're excited to have the tree and this yummy smelly candles and all that. So now it's it's fun. It's fun again. It feels great. I decorate starting December, middle December, and then a couple days after Boxing Day, I will take it down. So I've, I've gotten way better. I hear that. Less I am clutter. happy when it's time to put it away because yeah. then I can go back to that minimalist that I yeah. worked really hard to gain. Yeah. But it's also snow. It was celebrating snow. I do, back to what you said about play is how sometimes it is really, really hard to do some of this stuff. Mm. I think sometimes it requires creativity, right? a little bit of effort, because yeah. I do have to haul those boxes to down, work. substitute things, like take my cushions. And I ha- it is a full-on day of work yeah. Yeah. that I have to do. And it is effort. right? I think this too, sometimes when I've had my kids' birthday parties, mm-hmm. some women love doing this. Yes. I really had to just want this for my kids and say that I'm going to do it. Right. I'm going to do it. And this year I celebrate every holiday, whether it's St. Patrick's Day, Valentine's. Our kitchen gets transformed into pink, green, orange, whatever it is for the season. And my kids wake up to Lucky Charms. Yeah. It's special. Clovers everywhere. And that was fun when I was at home and not working and I had some time to mm-hmm. do that. I could run to the dollar store because I had a little bit of free time. And now it is work. Right. But, but. the reward is so And their face. They're like, they're, I mean, it just, you can see it. And now just you're creating that memory for them to maybe carry it on for their own if they ever have kids or whatever they, in their future. Mm-hmm. Right. 
It's special. Anytime I can create a home for my kids that they want to come back to. I have two boys are off to university. Mm -hmm. And my daughter is still in high school here. And I feel like the boys love coming home. Yeah. I know that there were always seasons in my life where it was really hard to keep up the energy to create a home for them and do the extras. Yeah. And now I'm realizing that reward of them wanting to be here and is, is, is worth it. Yeah, totally worth it. Okay. A couple more here. No phone for a week or no clean socks for a month. I hate socks. <laughs> I hate socks. So hard to put the socks on in winter. Ugh, so I have socks on right now. Me it's too. driving me crazy, but my feet are cold. Frozen. And our electrical bill continues to climb. And right. so I promised my husband I would wear a sweater and wear socks today. Yeah. And I continue to readjust them. There must be some sensory crap going on there because well, I... When you're not used to wearing socks, I had to change my sweater today because it was making my neck itchy and I my socks, honestly. So And that's even crazier if there's people wearing socks to bed. Oh my gosh. I this sounds like claustrophobia yeah, to me. Totally. There's no way. However, so, no phone for a week or no clean socks for a month. I would have no clean socks for a month. I don't need socks ever. Okay. I will throw my Same. my feet into a boot without a sock happily. I can't I can't do that. I have to put on a sock for the boot. I will too. But, but it's if torture. I had to, yeah, okay. Yeah. I would be fine because no phone for a week when Which sounds actually kind of lovely. Let's just take no, a no, little no, 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 no. having not no phone. You have children that are away. There's no way. I oh, could there's not. no way I could do it. My phone is glued to my Your phone really is. It really is. It's constantly going off and it's in my I can't even like vacuum, I can't, I, I can't have, not have my phone. I can't not have access to my kids. Right. And so, yeah, that's kind of an easy no one. No brainer, there. I think. Yeah, no brainer. Rewind time or pause time? Again, no brainer. I will pause time right now. 100%. I have no interest in going back me to the old me. Me neither. I have no regrets. I did some crazy stuff mm-hmm. as a kid. Yeah. I Thank goodness there was no social media back then. There's no record of the crap that I did as a kid. And I am so grateful. Yeah. I don't need to go back to her. Yeah. I am so grateful on this side of 50. But right now it's going so fast. It is going fast. That's the hard part. Watching my kids grow up, Mm -hmm. watching my parents age, watching my me age, right? And the little things that are starting to pop up are, yeah, if I could pause it for a moment. Again, being a single mama, you know, my daughter, we it was me and her really stuck together for about seven years where she was still under my wing. And then becoming an adult, it's like, okay, she's got to go and figure out. So Ooh, that's a tough one to adjust to. Definitely, if I could pause it, that would be great. Even though I've gone through hell in the last few years, I have grown and learned so much and so grateful for the person now I am becoming. I couldn't, uh, there's no way, no way I would want to go back. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Oof. All right. So Michelle and I are massive music buffs. There actually probably isn't very many moments in a day when we don't. Do, I do. I don't have music on in my house. Yeah, you have it all, usually all, all the time. I have our Anytime sonos I, going, yeah. or mm-hmm. I have my Bose in the other room yeah. going. I will listen to almost anything. You will. Yes, I will. I not. am quite varied. <laughs> 
Michelle is not. Okay, so music. Would you rather advert music or elevator music? Advertising music or elevator music? I'm going to say elevator music because it's quick. I'm in there in and out. What if you're on hold for hours I to was, the elevator music? Okay, I okay. Oh, oof, 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 this is a tough Like, one. shoot me now. Because yesterday I was on the phone for two hours. Yeah. Let me just say this. With a government number, the music that they were playing, I thought I was going to jump off a bridge. Sorry, mm-hmm. I don't mean to say that out loud, but it was awful. There was a feature before where you could choose your kind of music. Have you really? ever had that? No. I don't remember what okay. it was. You guys need to bring that back. You could choose your genre of music. One, two, three. What? Country, pop, okay, yeah, no. classical or something like that. It was fantastic. Yeah. And I don't remember which company allowed that. Now, if you've ever seen those Instagram or TikTok reels where they're listening to the advertising on the phone or that music, and then they start dancing. Have you ever seen those? No, okay. but we need to do that. It's hilarious. It actually, I was peeing my pants laughing so hard. And so yesterday when I was on the phone for so long, so I had that came into my head. I'm like, okay. And so then you start moving like, right? And so, well, the only thing that I would say is I at times miss advertising music only because do you remember oh, yeah, some I don't of the, the radio anymore either. from when we were kids? Those ditties, I still remember. Those little ditties. Yeah. No. Can you sing the Frosted Flakes song? No. You can't? No. Come on. The Dumb. double mint gum? Yeah, okay, sort of. Right? I, I think I blocked some... those from my brain. I bet if they came up, you would yeah, if they came up, word. I would probably remember it. That's the crazy part. Okay. And then it takes you back to those. Transported yeah. That's back true. to our childhood. Because I do you listen to the radio now? I do. Okay, I don't. So I guess, yeah, it's totally not even a thing. I okay. listen to playlists, so there's zero advertising. But they don't do ditties anymore like they used no, to. No, no. The little jingles. I miss those. I'm sad that our kids won't have, have that those. nostalgia. Okay. But maybe they will in a different way. TikTok. Yeah, some of the, yeah. I think that's their version of our jingles. or mm, Possibly. Yeah. Would you rather a drummer or a guitarist? Oh, boy. I'm going to say a guitarist. Absolutely. <laughs> Hello. Come on. Sitting by the fire with an acoustic guitar. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking you big You can stage. tell me there isn't a woman who does not have that. Let me think about that for a second. Yeah, it, it's definitely a guitarist, but my mind went to like a big stage electric guitar player. You're even thinking still, acoustic. Even still. I've never actually, Kate, I've never actually had anyone with a guy singing. No, never. I've never experienced that. The drummer, sure. He's the bad guy and I get it. We've all been attracted to the bad guy. Let's think sustainability here, ladies. <laughs> he looks great on a stage and he looks great beside the fire beside you. Right. Yeah. Okay. There's your guitarist. Okay. All right. Our last question. Last one. Which would you rather be the top of your class but have not a creative bone in your body and then suck at other subjects? I would not survive if I wasn't able to have my creativity. I would not be the top of my class. You wouldn't care to be the top of your class? No. And the cool part about this is I think that our education system is actually changing now. They're not looking for this. Right. I mean, yes, we need to have good marks to get into post-secondary, but I know that now my boys had to do interviews for their universities and they wanted a well-rounded, well-rounded. human being. Yeah. And as I used to be a teacher and I used to be in the creative field teaching art and drama, I remember how it was so looked down upon back then. That was all, This was a long time ago. It's like, what are you wasting time for? And I would always say, and I would see my students, especially in high school, as they're preparing to go into university, I could tell the ones that had zero creativity compared to the ones that had it. And just the the way they were able to balance their academics, their life, 
because they had something to turn to that just brought them out of that brain that, you know, is just full on that intensity, intensity, right? And was able to just give them a pause and appreciate that feeling of freedom, sort of. And we know this now from yes, research that goodness. this is helps us academically to do those brain breaks where we stop and engage in play. Mm-hmm. I used to do this with my staff. We would go and play dodgeball. Totally. And it didn't have to be all day. Right. We're going down or even with my students. Yeah. Okay. I see that we are not learning right now. I have lost 80% of you right now in this mm-hmm. lesson. Mm-hmm. We're going to play Pictionary. Yeah. Re-engage their brains, have some play, laugh a little bit. Yeah. Five minutes. Doesn't have to be long. Come back in. I tried to do this with my staff in staff meetings. Mm -hmm. The beginning of the staff meeting was a little bit of silly, a little bit of fun. It didn't even have to be people getting up and we didn't have to play a game or do something that's going to completely throw everybody into dysregulation. But this ability to give the laugh with my staff Mm -hmm. was really important. And I think it made them incredible. Again, the idea of being able to play that it's not looked down upon. It's like you're opening up your brain, you're, you're creating more synapses and your, and it just brings in more productivity. It just brings in more idea. It brings in more brainstorming. It just brings the, the light. I think having that creative playfulness in your day, in your world, whether it's work, home. It's, I think it's so important. And so how do we do this in our own lives on a day to day? Just even asking each other these silly questions, right? When you're with your girlfriends. And part of this is making time. Making time, yeah. To go out with your girlfriends. Right. Yeah, go we, to the pub. Right. Go, we schedule it into our calendar. Yeah, we do. Weekly to try and get together with girlfriends. Yeah. Whether it's at somebody's house or Appies or go out or go for a walk even. And sometimes. it's always such a refreshing feeling that you can be silly and not be judged. And I feel refreshed and my heart is full every time I leave that. Mm-hmm. Right. Even when we're just you and I making silly TikToks. Yeah. The the idea of laughter, it just takes that pressure off, even if it's just for five, 10 minutes. It just takes pressure off. Helps me to be a better human. Yeah. It's like a reset in the reset. day. Reset. Yeah. It's wonderful. When and especially when things get heavy. Mm. If you can do this with your kids or your spouse or your dancing in the kitchen, it it can be as simple as turning your music on as you're making dinner as a family or as a whatever your situation looks like. I have a kitchen dance party playlist. Yeah. (laughs) So when I am crashing, whether I'm working at home or I am having a rough day, it is that playlist Mm -hmm. that goes on the Speaker. speaker and I am on in. There was something about those songs that get me going every time. Yeah. It's fantastic. And it just takes that stigma away. Even just teaching your kids that you can be silly and fun and it's normal. Bring that back. It's normal to have play. Yeah. Bring back play. Yeah. Bring back play. So we want to challenge you, everybody. We hope this was fun for you to listen to. It'll give you a few ideas to bring back some joy into your life. Just a few little ideas that Michelle and I have learned over our years Mm -hmm. with our families and with our friends that just sometimes feel hard to do, but we promise it will be worth it. Absolutely. Thanks, Les. Thanks, Michelle. Have a great day. Bye. Thanks for making time to be with us. This was Life Consciously Uncurated. We hope that our stories give you the permission to live a life that you want to live just as you are. Until next time.